Welcome to this latest edition of Exeter Expertise. Today, we're talking to Mohsen Mosley, lecturer in business analytics here at the Business School. Mohsen has carried out some fascinating research on the subject of social media disinformation. Mohsen, welcome and thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much for having me. Perhaps as a starting point, you'd like to define what we mean by social media disinformation. Sure. So fake news or misinformation are stories that are not true and are purposefully fabricated and circulated as if they were real. Okay, thank you. So let's get straight into it. So tell me about your latest research into this topic. In my research, I study why people share misinformation online and what we can do about it. In particular, I combine theories from cognitive psychology with techniques from data science to study individual online behavior as it relates to the quality of content they share on social media platforms and develop interventions to help reduce spread of misinformation. In my research, I use experiments in controlled environment to test theories and learn about mechanisms behind individual people decision making and examine these findings in ecologically valid environment using digital field experiments. Tell me, why do you think it's important to carry out that research? The story of me working in this area goes back to 2017. That was when I graduated from my PhD in engineering with a minor in data science. And I joined Yale University Department of Psychology as a postdoctoral associate. This is after 2016 U.S. election when fake news and misinformation received high attention as a threat to our democracy and our society. It occurred to me this could be an opportunity for me to leverage my technical and behavioral training to help address a pressing societal issue and create an impact beyond the academic community. This resulted in an interdisciplinary research agenda that I've been pursuing over the past five years. That sounds fascinating. So tell me, how did you go about doing the research? In my area, I've been working a lot with my colleagues from psychology, background, economic behavior, and me being engineer in the field, in the area of uh, social media. The study was basically we first examined why people share this kind of bad content. This is through online experiments. We gave people a set up headlines to choose whether they wanted to share or not on social media platforms. These are half true, half false stories. And then we examine the probability of them sharing the content and how that relates to the individual behavior and personality traits. For example, what we found as a general theme is that those who rely more on intuition and God's feeling when it comes to making a decision, they're more likely to share more low-quality content as opposed to those who rely more on analytical thinking. So those who rely more on analytical thinking are more likely to share content from mainstream, high-quality news from as rated by professional fact-checkers. And what was your reaction to the results? I mean, for instance, were you surprised? Were you worried? In our research, we found some promising results. We found that in general, people care about accuracy of content they share. But while on social media, they are distracted by various social factors at play. Thus, if you remind people of concept of accuracy, the quality of content they share can improve. So in our study, we focus on those who shared low-quality content on Twitter, 
in particular those who share content from hyperpartisan low-quality website Breitbart. We then send these people direct messages asking them to rate the accuracy of a single non-political item. The goal here is to activate the concept of accuracy. So when people go back to their newsfeed, they think about accuracy before they make the sharing decision. As you might guess, almost no one reply to these random messages. But this is not an issue because as soon as they see this message and they are being asked to rate the accuracy of a single non-political item, the concept of accuracy is activated in their mind. So when they go back to their newsfeed, they think about accuracy before they make the sharing decision. We found that such a subtle accuracy nudge can result in a significant increase in the quality of content people shared afterwards. Among users who receive uh, these messages and comparing them with those like equivalents of users who did not receive such message, we found that users are proportionally more likely to share content from mainstream high quality news website and less number of links to low quality hyperpartisan websites as rated by professional fact checkers. Okay, so what would you say are the consequences of misinformation? I mean, what happens if we don't tackle this? Misinformation is a pressing societal issue that we keep hearing about that in many contexts. It could be like political contexts like Brexit, U.S. elections, as well as things related to health misinformation related to uh, COVID-19, and as well as like recent development in Eastern Europe, for example. The misinformation could result in distrust in the media, undermine the democratic process, or even could be life-threatening. For example, like I mentioned about COVID-19 misinformation and anti-vax movement. Misinformation could also result in a spread of hateful content and conspiracy theories, and could be a platform for online harm as well. So this is important. We as the researcher help reduce this kind of bad content. So we as a society access higher quality content online social media platforms. In terms of organizations who might be listening to this, is there anything that they should be doing to tackle social media disinformation? I believe organizations and policymakers can help increase public awareness against misinformation and promote receiving news from more reliable sources only. It's not that if you come across a piece of content on social media, we find it is interesting, it might be fun to share with our friends. It shouldn't be the case because we need to make sure that the content we come across is reliable, is truthful, and is accurate. And in particular, social media platforms can change their design. Social media companies have the power to focus attention on accuracy and help immunize against misinformation. So big tech companies, social media platforms have a responsibility here. So at the same time that social media platforms can increase engagement of users with the content, which is highly related to their business model, but they can also be responsible for the quality of content being spread on these kind of platforms. Because we wanted to make sure that it shouldn't be the case that bad content has the opportunity to spread easily on this kind of platform, similarly to truthful content. That sounds sensible. And what about individuals? What about you and I? What should we be doing? 
individuals, I believe, similarly should feel responsible when it comes to sharing online content. They should think about the accuracy of the content before they share it and do the personal fact-checking. Now, we can always quickly check on the internet on different fact-checking websites before you decide to press the sharing button or retweet button on Twitter, for example, reposting on Facebook to make sure what you're sharing is truthful. And it's important to think about the fact that on social media, our decisions can be amplified by this structure of the social network in which we are embedded. So if you share some bad content, you know, all of our followers are exposed to those kind of bad contents and they can share it again and, you know, it can cascade within the whole network. Similarly, when we share less false content, those who are our followers and followers of followers and so on are less exposed to this kind of bad content. Thus, they make the sharing it less within the network. When we talk about social network, it's not about individual, but it's like a collective outcome of individual decision-making, which could be amplified by the network structure. So Mohsen, what's next for you in terms of your research on this? There are different directions that I'm pursuing as a next step of this body of research. One next step is I'm focusing on a scaling up interventions to reduce spread of misinformation. So we have results at the individual level that showing this kind of accuracy nudges can help improve the quality of content people share on social media. The next question is how we can scale up this kind of intervention at a platform level. Who should be targeted with these interventions? for whom this intervention could be more effective and how we can target those who are more likely to spread misinformation. In another direction of my research, I study effective strategies for debunking false content. Despite a great deal of effort by professional fact checkers, and now we have a databases of fact checks content, we see many of these content that were already found to be false by the professional fact checkers are widely spread on social media platforms. So the question now is how we can debunk this kind of false content to improve users' belief about the content they just shared, but also at the same time, we wanted to avoid any adverse impact on user behavior, things like you know, users may feel embarrassed when they are debunk or may become defensive when they receive a fact check on the platform. So there's two sides of these stories we wanted to be very careful about when we are delivering fact checks to the users. Well, I wish you all the best with the future research on this topic. Mohsen, thank you very much for joining us here at Extra Expertise today. Thank you so much for having me. Great talking to you.